Clap on three. Yep. One, two, three. Yo, 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 welcome to the Sound Centric Podcast. I'm Sam Sarfo. I'm Adam Dash. And welcome to this week's episode. If you're returning back again, thank you so much for the support. It means a lot. If you're new, welcome on aboard. If you're an independent artist, hey, come through, submit your stuff, and we'll love to review it. I know me and Adam love to review your stuff. Um, but yeah, you know, keep keep supporting us, guys. We put in a lot of work. Um, anything you have to say, Adam? Nah, um, let's get into it. So, yep. I haven't seen you in a week. Um, Describe your week. What is the name of your playlist? Yo, so unfortunately, I got the vid, y'all. I'm back. Okay. I'm good now. I'm good now. Tested negative, but we're a little six bit feet slow. apart. You know, yeah, we're staying safe. <laughs> yep, <Yeah>, following <laughs> CDC rules. Um, but yeah, um, just a lot of work, schoolwork. Of course, it's my last semester here at OSU, so I've just been grinding, trying to finish off strong. Um, but if I had to give the title of my playlist a name, it would be No Sleep Till Brooklyn. No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Uh, shout out the Beastie Boys. And if I had to pick a number one, the first single off that playlist, it would be Lazy Song Bruno Mars. Okay. Yep. Uh, my title would probably be um, Bored in My Room and I'm in My Room Bored. <laughs> um, I finally, um, since my freshman year of college, I'm having my first in-person test tomorrow. Um, that sounds really sad to say out loud, but it, has, it hasn't been in person in a while. So I've been grinding in my room. Um, doing nothing but studying the past three days and tomorrow morning um, pretty early. So, yeah, it's whatever it's, right it's now. It's what it is. You got to keep grinding. Hey, last uh, semester. At least for me it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm a junior. I got some more time. <laughs> I got some more tests on my hands. But um, in some happy news, uh, the world is about to see the most beautiful child that has ever been born between ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. Freddie Flacco. Um, Drake and Joel Embiid are somewhere crying right now <laughs> over this. Um, and with that, ASAP Rocky also dropped the new song yep. with Omnigo. It's kind of funny, too, because I remember there's rumors that um, Rihanna um, was pregnant, yeah. but she turned that shit down immediately. Like She's like, no, what are y'all talking about? Y'all are crazy. Yeah. A couple months later, she has a whole full belly. Yeah. Um, I heard the song. Oh, you go, you go. I was going to say, every person on Twitter was just in their bag. <laughs> like, That's supposed to be mine. Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I heard the single too. Um, around the same time the news was announced yeah. um, with Nigo. And that song was teased a little bit earlier, like a couple months ago. Like He was mm-hmm. doing the live and was playing it, but I thought it was a, a banger. It went hard. Do you know who produced it? Uh, that's the thing. I think it'd be Nigo, but the thing is, it was like released, not released, but it was shown before. And uh-huh. that was without Nigo, unless it was produced by Nigo back then, I just don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it hit. I've, I've fucked with it. Um, congratulations to them, too. Oh, yeah. It's actually the most like beautiful couple to ever like yeah, yeah. come together. <laughs> oh, they say strong. And I'm really excited because, um, again, yeah. this is off testing, experimental album. A lot of people hated it. I thought it was actually pretty cool, pretty great. It's definitely grown on. I mean, to our conversation last week about like what's too experimental and like what... Most of those albums that are like a good experimental would take like a couple years to look back. Exactly. And be like, oh, they were ahead of themselves. There's so many hits. I mean, yeah. um, with the with the with the track with Ti and all of them. Except um, forever. Except yeah. forever. And then what was with Skepta? Oh, um, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah, that was probably like my favorite songs of yeah. the year that I dropped. So I'm really Fair excited. Fire. I'm really excited. Then, um, some sad news. Um, imagine me in this room. <laughs> it's 11:59 uh, <laughs> on Thursday. I am excited for. One of my favorite artists, favorite groups ever, um, a part of the Dreamville family, Earth Gang, Ghetto Gods, was supposed to be released Friday morning, Thursday night, whatever you want to call it, and it did not come out. Yeah, I was surprised because like, I, I know I was like, randomly during the week, I'm like, yo, what happened to that Earth Gang album? Yeah. What happened? And I sat there confused, and they posted on Instagram, 
it was kind of like a little cryptic. They were saying that they wanted to um, perform the album live before it came out and that there was also like, there were sampling issues, I think. So they, I think the problem was they couldn't clear their samples. Dang. But due to that, knowing that they weren't going to release the album, they did release the track list. Um, we're getting features from Future. Okay. My guy Smino. Smino, of that course. That song I have such high hopes for. <laughs> um, Baby Tate, um, CeeLo and Nick Cannon on one song. Okay. So that's cool. Um, Ari Lennox on the last track. Um, music, Soul Child, but some pretty good features. I'm excited for the future one. Yeah, um, that's kind of, I, that kind of sucks with samples. Like, again, I understand that artists need their yeah. whatever credits, but in my head, I've always hated it. Like, if I take something that you use, and it's like not even your song, just a bit, a, yeah. a bit or piece, and I change it to something completely different. So not like Juice World um, stealing from, uh, who was it from? Uh, wasn't it from Sting, was it? No. I think I might know what you're talking about. The lead singer of The Police. I'm blanking uh-huh. out. But oh, I, think, I think it is Sting. Is Sting? Yeah. Um, and he took the melody um, from the song. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Nas has it um, from that, from It Was uh-huh. Written. Um, and like I, that I could understand. But taking something small and just yeah. trying to sample off it to make it even better for you to take yeah. royalties off I of mean, that. I mean, J. Cole does that rant on the end of um, Note to Self mm-hmm. um, for Four Soul Drives. He's like, if you put your music into the world, like you should be fine with other yeah. people taking these liberties. I think it was on Madlib who was saying that like this is their way of preserving black music is mm-hmm. that we're taking the music from the 40s and then we're continuing to use it into our new music and it's such a it's oh it's such a hard skill and people think that's like not making music for real they're like oh you don't want to play an instrument like you can't make music but that's like another instrument to itself like what yeah. Kanye West can do to a sample is playing an instrument it's just a different type of instrument yeah I guess it's controversy on both sides and I get both sides but even so yeah. like yeah. I mean, the weird thing about this album was I think it was supposed to come out or was rumored to come out with the um, off-season mm-hmm. with Cole. There kept being rumors that them and Cole would be dropping the same day. Then the release date obviously got changed to now, which was J. Cole's birthday. So people are like, oh, like Cole dropping on his birthday? Like, that might make sense and yeah. like line up. But then who would have thought that Cole would be the person who ended up dropping <laughs> with Benny the Butcher? And yeah, it wasn't going to be This thing. was a surprise because like I just know Adam texted me late, like later yeah. in the day, like, yo, Benny, J. Cole. Listen, I'm like, Benny, J. Cole, what? Yeah. Like, my two favorite rappers right now go, coming together? crazy. On the Alchemist beat too. Has, has J. Cole ever been on Alchemist beat before? I'm going to go with no. I'm yeah. going to say no. I don't know that for sure. Maybe there's a feature out there that was Alchemist beat, but they killed this. Oh, my gosh. I mean... First off, again, like you said, the production from Alchemist, crazy beat. And yeah. honestly, this is one of, to me, one of J. Cole's uh, best features, man. The rhyme really? schemes were yeah, crazy. crazy. And the, and the, and the, and the wordplay and the punchlines, oh, my God. What do you think? Um, I'm not going to say it was my favorite Cole feature ever because mm-hmm. I think he's one of the best feature artists ever and has so many. I think he killed it. Um, I, didn't, I wasn't, like, in love with the beat for an Alchemist beat, Alchemist beat but I thought it was still very good. Um, I loved hearing him say, like, Cole fucking world and, like, yep. It's the butcher, like yeah. that sounded so cool when it came in. So I was like, that's just hype for me. It's like it's like if you're like a Marvel fan and they tease like someone coming in, and you're like, Yeah. Literally. It's like, oh my god, like the fuck Iron Man's back, like Cole's in here. <laughs> Who do you think had the uh, better has verse? Has a better verse. For me it was cool. Benny killed it, yeah. but I'm gonna I'm gonna go Cole. I think yeah. it was just like a classic Benny verse. I think someone was saying this on Twitter that Cole like won with like the imagery of like mm. how he raps. But I mean I just prefer Cole's yeah. writing style. But they Benny kills it every time anyway. I came with some bars too, you know. Um, you know, uh, yeah. Benny came in, he said, in the game, I used to train like Rocky catching chickens. I was nice, but they was right when they told me rap was business. Yeah. And that's really how he's been moving with Griselda, you know. Uh-huh. It's really been a movement. Before it was underground, now like everyone knows Griselda. Um, he also said, they want to know what I brought to Griselda. I said validity. Yeah. They asked him what work y'all put in. Said, what didn't we? Yeah, what, what didn't we? Mm. 
You know what I mean? So I, it just shows how much Griselda, him, Westside Gun, Conway, even the members yeah. they added in, um, how much work they've been putting in. For him to get with Cole now, oh, yeah. a treat and for now, us. And now, like we've been saying for the past couple of weeks, we know this album is one for one so far. Tana <laughs> Talk 4 is one for one. We already know there's a Cole feature, so I don't yeah. even know what else they could. Po- he has locked up. Because um, Tana Talk 3 is a classic. Oh, my God. It, that's probably one of my favorite yeah, I think yeah, that is my favorite Benny project. Yeah, I was and, bumping it yeah. yesterday. And the fact that he's making series off this with Tana Talk with Plugs I Met. Yeah. And it's just getting better and better. It's getting real scary. I like I like when rap becomes like a comic book where mm-hmm. there's like different series and like they go along with it and they have different personalities for the mm-hmm. series. So I think it's cool when they have like, oh, Tana Talk's coming back or yeah. like Slime Season or Drip Season. Like there's yeah. all these different different variations of these artists that they have where Cole has like his series that he's like, this is the final installment of yep. the whole trilogy. Like, Logic loves doing that stuff yeah. too. Um, I think that's awesome in music. Let me convince you about that, that Cole verse real quick. I mean, first, yeah. like you said, the imagery on the night I was born, the rain was pouring, yeah. God was crying, lightning struck. Um, when he said, um, people people yeah. want me on a song, he's going to see the wrath of the reaper, I'm probably yeah. going to go to hell if Jesus asked for, for a feature. And his voice has so much conviction when he says stuff. So like it just sounds like so painful and like meaningful when he yeah. says stuff. He's like the rain was flying, like people are lying, and like he, his voice, he's just got it. And that. this is the type of energy I, lo- I want for Cole because I remember back when he dropped what was it Heaven's EP. It yeah. was really because that's what J Cole's known for. I'm humble, but this yeah. man, he said headshot, even the dead. I'm I'm the best. Yeah. I haven't told a lie. Uh, one of my favorite bars off this too was Eureka Einstein on the brink of theory of relativity. Yeah. Really, no MC equal. equal. You feel me? I mean, come on, bro. He was eating. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that. That's that Saint Joe's rapping right there, <laughs> bringing it back. <laughs> and then also the song as well is reference to Benny's father. Um, he had a, a Cadillac. Oh, okay. And it's kind of just talking about their upbringings and uh-huh. them now into the rap game. And there's also a music video out now. Go check that out. Amazing yeah. as well. It's awesome. Yep. Um, so then some controversy going on that I've seen recently mm-hmm. is that a bunch of artists have been taking their music off Spotify due to um, Joe Rogan's comments. Ooh. Who <laughs> <Boo> that man. <laughs> Whether it be about his um, beliefs on the vaccine or I think it's about, in this specific um, case, it was about the tone he has towards talking about black people. This was um, R&B legend India Ari was talking about this. And it's just an interesting thing that to see artists take control of where their music is placed because oftentimes it's like not in their control and that yeah. they kind of are just suckers to the game and have to do what the game wants them to do which is right now get your music on streaming services so i think this is cool by artists that they're taking power and like if you're not if this is a platform that's not gonna be in line with my beliefs then you don't get my music i'm happy you brought this up i was really geeked when you brought this up because i remember i saw this but i didn't really pay attention to it but i knew what was up mm-hmm. i'm not like a crazy joe rogan fan but i do listen to joe rogan podcast like i have a, I have a crap ton of podcasts i listen to yeah. joe rogan's in there i think it's his like his who he interviews uh, it can be entertaining whatever he's objectively like good at making titles on youtube that like draw me in exactly and although i can understand how yeah. obviously artists they have the right to remove their platform of course you have the total right to do that i do think it's kind of pretty lame like, yo, you live in a world where not everybody's going to have the same opinions as you. Not everyone's going to believe the same yeah. things you do. It is what it is. And if someone doesn't agree with you, that's their platform. You're not mm-hmm. even in their world. So if you think the people are listening to them are idiots, then let the idiots enjoy the idiot, you know? Yeah. And you and your fans can enjoy you. Simple as that. I think a part of the anger was towards like just like the payment for Spotify. So obviously, mm-hmm. I think you get paid 0.001 cents mm-hmm. per stream. But then Joe Rogan has a $100 million deal with them. So I think that's where some of the anger comes in, where it's like, you, this guy who's, for one, already talking about the vaccine and spreading misinformation. And he's also, I haven't seen this, but I think apparently he was some talking negatively about black people. So it's like you're paying this man $100 million, but then the black artists who are like the foundation of like what your platform was are getting paid 
nothing. Just seems like you have your like morals out of place. I get it, but again, that's not his fault, right? That's yeah. just Spotify's fault, you know. Yeah. Um. Don't 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 you know don't blame the player, man. Blame blame yeah. the game, and it's Joe Rogan. You know, what I mean, he's a popular man. He's controversy for for you know for a reason. Yeah. Um. In terms of the black comments, I'm not too familiar with that. Yeah, I, I didn't see do, what it was. Yeah. Um. Because I know there's plenty of black artists who go there. Even hip hop artists, Snoop, all of them who go in. Yeah, Freddie was on there too. Literally, and they and they love Joe Rogan. Um. Yeah. What he said, he shot the hobo live, yeah. <laughs> live oh on. Oh my a, god. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, um, this is a little, and I, there's also um, an older man, like some country dude. I had no idea who he was. So I'm gonna pull my stuff. It's not just India. It was a bunch of other artists. Yeah, it was um, Neil Young said it, or Neil Diamond. Who was it? Who? Um, let me see who it was in this article. Y'all, y'all know who that is? Cause uh, sh- uh, Neil Young, famous <laughs> singer. Neil Neil who? <laughs> I'm just joking. Probably is what an older artist. Older yeah. artist. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, it is what it is. Um, then a cool trend that I've seen recently has been of artists posting these TikTok duets. And I've seen it on my Twitter all day with all these small artists um, and rising artists utilizing this. I think it's such a cool concept. Have you been seeing these around? Oh, yeah. And they're like, yo, hop on my feature. And they're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I think that's pretty dope. And I love the TikTok trend. I'm low-key TikTok hater. Sorry, yeah, y'all. I'm on a, <laughs> I but, need to get yeah. on it. But I, seeing this... Um, I, I thought it was dope, man. And it honestly, gives exposure, especially if your verse is nice. Yeah. I know that Drew Kelly did one recently. My boy Adam hopped on. If you have not freaking seen the boy Watch right it. here. <laughs> um, and, you know, and I remember I saw one guy, he did it, and Drew was like, yo, hop on a yeah. feature. Like, like, we can do like a remix or something. And I think that's really dope. And yeah, I saw um, so Isaac Zell, who we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, he's doing like a challenge where if you hop on the duet, you can win $1,000. Mm-hmm. So it's a cool way of getting fans involved in your music and wanting to like be a part of it by like making their own verse to fit a song. It's a great way to sponsor your own album by getting people to hop on your song, keep hearing your beat. So I've seen people, um, small artists do it, but I've seen Timberland post a beat and it's him like vibing to the beat and he's like, <laughs> spit your best verse. So it's cool to see all um, levels of fame um, interacting with this concept of posting the duets and listening it. But um, I think it's smart. I love it. And also a great way for producers, too, to yeah. get their, get their stuff beat, out yeah. and promote it. So I hear some beats, and I'm like, oh, like, I, I want to do this challenge. Not <sighs> like, and I'm not even a TikToker. I'm like, oh, I just like want to spit on this beat. Yeah. So, yeah, that's been sick. For sure. And I guess going along with the beats, we saw that Complex updated their Produce of the Year list for every year. And this year's was The Alchemist. The Alchemist, baby. Um, you can't be mad at this choice. Mm-mm. Um, I think the only person you can like say otherwise would have been um, Hip Boy. Yep, Hip Boy. But uh, yeah, fuck, The Alchemist has been on a run. Oh, yeah. I know last year, um, what was it? Uh, Hip Boy won. Um, and I'm so happy they gave it to Alchemist this time around. And yeah. I, I agree. Um, he is, he's been, she, since his work with Mob Deep, um, and now continuing on with these other artists like Freddie, um, the Griselda group. I mean, he's just been killing yeah. it. And he's been a key producer to have. For 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 uh, the songs that have been coming out lately, so I'm really geeked. And there's some album that's coming out. That's who is it? Earl Sweatshirt. Oh my, it's three rappers. I'm blanking. I, uh, collab. Yeah, it's a collab. I think I heard this rumor. It's Earl. I don't um, Was it Rock Marcy? Uh, Alchemist just has albums and yeah. albums lined up. I like when a producer's the only, it's one producer for an entire album. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you get that sound that's like similar in each song, just gives it a vibe to it. I love this concept of music that's become more popular for artists to work with one producer. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited to see what Alchemist keeps doing. For sure. And then some of the honors mentions were, of course, Hip Boy, Tyler the Creator, which yeah. a lot of people might forget he has produced for a lot of people. Yeah, Snow Allegra this year. And uh, Maxwell Cream, and even like low key tracks. Um, but like, and people don't even know about it. But Tyler, man, I, that guy's talented. Like, wow. He's so good. 
um, along with Tyler Cardo, who is really, really good producer. He's been on these honors mentions list for like the past like five uh-huh. years, but never wins it. But he's worked with Drake, Mac Miller, Larry June, yeah. Travis Don, a lot of big artists that you don't know about. So shout out to Cardo. Um, but yeah, Alchemist, well, well, well deserved. I like the concept of these lists they do. Mm-hmm. It's a cool way of tracking history. That's like a yearbook that there's like the best person each year. Really? Speaking of that, this book right here. I suggest it. The <laughs> Great book. Shout out to Shea Serrano. And then along with Alchemist, um, what pisses me off the most is obviously we have a new M, rumored M album coming out. Yes. Um, I'm really excited for it, but I want M to work with Alchemist more because Alchemist is literally Eminem's personal DJ slash producer, producer. And the fact that M doesn't collaborate with him more is mind-blowing to me. And of course, coming off the back of Revival, Kamikaze, and the music to be murdered by series, um, it's the question of where M will go with this yeah. album. There's been rumors talking about maybe a Marshall Matters LP3 or a Slim Shady versus Eminem type album, which we saw in like the Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, that'd be cool. So a lot of different a lot of different rumors. If that's it, that's a sick concept. I agree with you. He has to start getting on these beats. Yeah. Um, I think the beats he chooses nowadays are not good. Some of them are like too poppy, like acoustic guitar stuff. Like, I don't, I don't need that. Um, some of them, I don't even, just kind of like generic sounding. Yeah. Like a lot of, what, what's the album before the last one? So this. Um, the, Kamikaze. The Kamikaze. A lot of the beats on that were just kind of like typical, like. Trap. Trap beats. Yeah. And it's cool that he's trying to do that and become like, get on these like beats that are more popular right now. But I don't need that of Eminem. Yeah. Um, I'd rather him be more personal. Like, I feel like that's my favorite Eminem, like the Mockingbird, the Lose yeah. Yourself, the one I'm going, when he's actually personal. 100%. Now when he's like joking around and making like yeah. funny, quote unquote, corny bars. Um, but for him, it's really no excuse. You have Dr. Dre, you have Alchemist, you have Fredwick. You can talk to Royce and get on Primo's yeah. beats. Like there's so many options for you. Like, And I would love to know like the same way that it's exciting to hear what Jay-Z is doing nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like I love, I was, obviously Eminem's famous for doing his metaphors, similes, turn of phrases and all these things. But I want to hear about his life right now because I know nothing about it. So rap about it. I don't need you rapping about like killing people still. <laughs> it's fun, but like I don't need it on every song. And he's not amazing at like, if he's a feature artist on a song, he doesn't adapt to that person. So like there's Bang by Conway that he's featured on. And like you would want him to come in with like a Griselda type like ready flow. But then he still comes in with his like, I used to be one of the cool kids, but now I'll come in and yeah. he has like this sporadic type flow. I don't want to hear that anymore. And they changed it to be completely just for him and it's yeah. like a beat switch. That happens a lot. But hopefully he can get it right this time. Again, Nas delivered with the King Disease and um, this new Project Magic. Yeah. Jay-Z had 444. It's now M's turn to compete and with this. He's the alchemist yeah. and Dr. Dredd's disposal. I don't like, you can't have two better producers That's at your, at your like, free use. <laughs> and then along with Eminem uh. too, uh, rumors of a versus possibly. I know Dr. Yeah. Dre, he put out a post saying, um, it was like about Godzilla broke another world, world, world yeah. record for the speed of his rap, and it was Eminem versus who? And there was rumors with Timberland and Swiss coming in trying to get him to battle with um, Busta Rhymes. Busta. E40 commented on it and he said that Eve, or that uh, Busta would wash Eminem, which is absolute cap, the cap. worst take of all time. So much disrespect towards Eminem. And he said it with respect. It wasn't like disrespect, <laughs> disrespectful. But just in general, there's a lot of disrespect towards Eminem. Literally, recently, forgetting what that fame was like. Yeah. Honestly, they should make a documentary about that because he was like so famous for a time. I mean, he's, obviously, man. he's still a top five selling artist, was, mm-hmm. and he's not even releasing music. <laughs> Literally. And he's 40 plus years old. I just I just think that um, if Eminem were to do a versus, most likely could be Busta because him and Busta are really close. Yeah. And it's someone who's trustworthy. I feel like if M were to do any type of versus, look, I feel like it would be a setup automatically on him. Like, Eminem is just so big, the eyes are always on him. He's always yeah. the standard he's always being compared to. So if Eminem were to come to a versus, oh, everyone's going to critique so hard of him because he's the so quote-unquote yeah. goat, you know? That, or it could be the thing that, like, 
launches, I guess you would say, the third part of his career. Because mm-hmm. maybe it's the time where everyone appreciates him and everyone's like, oh, he does have these songs. Because I think through a lot of these verses, people have come to like realization, like, oh, this person has way more songs than maybe I was giving them credit for. Because people, like, maybe when they think, like, what Eminem's going to play, they think he's going to play, like, Just Lose It or, like, one of the funny songs. Yeah. He's not going to probably do that. He's gonna <laughs> yeah. play, he has, like, great material. Literally. Songs. And then along with Eminem, uh, rumors that Kendrick might be dropping a single before the yeah. Super Bowl. Um, this came from Billboard. Thank God. He needs to do it. He has it, to. It makes no sense to perform the Super Bowl if you're going to do DNA, which came out 2017. <laughs> like, I don't care about that anymore. I hope I hope he really does. And um, I'm curious what this new path for Kendrick will be. Um, I know back then there was rumors saying that this project could be like a rock infused. I'm not sure if that's still the case. <laughs> Who knows anymore? Yeah, <laughs> dude, the dude is gone. But I'm excited for that. Hopefully we see something coming soon. Yeah, I, need, I, can't, I actually can't hear any song from Damn be performed. Unless, it, like, maybe one song, but I can't, like, there needs to be new music. Doesn't make sense. It's been, what, to five years? Yeah. Wow. And, like, the world needs it, Kendrick. Honestly, you can never drop again. I think I'll kind of be all right. Or maybe one more album. To Pimp a Butterfly, honestly, like. I think it's the best ever, yeah. Yeah, like, that That did it for me. I don't know, does he want to finish his career with, like, not releasing as much as he can? I feel like you should, like, he had a five-year, it's like a job, and he's had a five-year break from his job. I don't know, what does he do every day? I know, I know he's a real person, but like, what does he do every I know. I definitely think he would have dropped earlier if it wasn't for COVID. If it wasn't for COVID, I, yeah. I, I firmly believe he would drop earlier. Um, but hey, you know, you know, the man's busy. He He's cementing his legacy. He doesn't want to yeah. oversaturate like other artists do. So it happens. He is know? one person that I think he's the only person in rap music that could take this time to do this. Yeah. Like, I don't think J. Cole could do this. Yeah. I don't know if he could take the break and then everyone would still care as much when he came back. <laughs> no, like, I, my favorite artist ever. But yeah. I think Kendrick has like, that power. Just the two, cl- the, just the three classics in a row. Yeah. And then, I don't know, just like, yeah, he has that cultural power right now that yeah. I feel like he's just known as the best. And probably Drake could do it. Take the break. and everyone Drake. Would, yeah, Drake, if Drake took a five-year hiatus and came back. I think that probably the biggest Drake, album ever. Drake, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> that would be the biggest album ever. <laughs> and then uh, along with his predecessor, uh, not his predecessor, but his, um, his peer, Kendrick's peer, uh, J. Cole, surprise. Um, J. Cole, had a, J. Cole, again, we love that track a lot. And, um, yeah. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Yeah. Then we see Donda 2 being teased, executive produced by Feature. I don't even know what that, or Future, I don't even know what that would, what that's going to mean for this album sound, but hopefully it just comes out. Uh, people are gassing up for no reason. Okay, like, I get it. Future, whoa, executive producer, but like Kanye has had no ID in bigger and better executive yeah. producer. It's just cool to see, like, whoa, like, why Future? And like, I don't know what that, I honestly don't even know what sound Future would pick. Yeah. Because like, there's like artists you hear about, like 21 Savage loves R&B music. But, like, if you wanted him to executive produce your album, like, I don't know what his ear would lean to. So maybe Future Loki loves, like, soul sample shit. And he just happens to make this type of music. So maybe, I don't know what he's At the end think. of the day, I ain't paying attention to it, like you said, until it is on my phone, yeah, on streaming it. services. This guy even gave out a release day. I said, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, cat. buddy. We'll see about that. But I'm excited. Him, Pusha, they're all releasing a lot of stuff coming in, so I'm why, excited. Why even call it Donda 2? Just, like, call it another album. I think in this stage of his life, I think because he's still on this gospel wave, I guess it kind of makes sense. Because um, I think he's sticking with that, that gospel yeah. wave. He's sticking with it. So, Is this, is this like considered like a deluxe to Donda, do you think? Or is he thinking? I don't even know, man. Eh, who cares? We'll see what happens when it actually reaches. As long as it's good, I'm, I'm down for it. Yes. And we had a couple new singles to go along with the um, Benny the Butcher track and the um, ASAP Rocky Nego track. Uh, my guy, um, I've been following him on Twitter for a while. This guy's an incredible producer. Um, no Money Savant. He came out with a song called Take It Slow featuring our guy. Three weeks in a row. 
Kareem Liddell. Yeah. We're at the name of an award after him <laughs> for getting on the show three weeks in a row. Um, this guy, I know Money Savant. I love his beats. This shit, like, when a song has me freestyling over the verses, no offense to the verses, that's how I know I love the beat. Like, it's getting me into it. And Kareem, just, he's he's on one right now. Does um, No Money Savant produce? Did he produce this track? He produces, and he he raps and sings. But this one, he kind of just did the chorus on it. Okay. Um, he's from Europe. What oh. country is he from? He is from, ah, he can flame me <laughs> in, in the tweet. He is, he is now from America, which is, Honestly, it's a cool concept to yeah. see like how hip hop spreads and how important it is to across the globe now. Yeah. And he's an incredible um, beat maker yeah. and producer. And I, this song was sick. I really love this song. And I even love their vocal inflections too. Like it's kind yeah. of like the song's called what? Take it slow. And yeah. they're like kind of rapping slow. Like yeah. it's kind of this this weird I don't know, you have to hear it hear it for yourself so you can see, see yeah. what I'm talking about. But I loved it. And Kareem's talking about his girl on this yep. song. I thought it was just sick. It made me want to revisit Kareem's album. Um yeah, he's been Hopping on people's singles. So and that's high. something I love about this Twitter community of artists that they're all just like, they're all just music, making music they love and they're all just hopping on songs for their friends. And it's just like, cool. That everyone's like interacting and showing love to each other. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 been, it's been a really cool community, even to witness from the Sound Centric point of view, yeah. um, seeing the connections being made, the networking. But yeah. Um, then another song that I was surprised by Quavo, Shooters Inside My Crib. First off, the album cover oh, yeah. is sick. Like, I want to be an artist. I, you see on Twitter all the time when they post like album covers, then some guy who, with a computer tweets a, um, an alternate cover. That's so much cooler. I'm always like, how can't they always just have cool covers? They have everything at their disposal. This is what I want to see. Yeah, it was hard. This and shit the was song sick. was even harder. Even harder. It, it hit. I know I was bumping in my whip, and I'm like, yo, let's go. And yeah. the thing about Quavo is sometimes, because I know the Migos are kind of, I don't want to say dipping off, but it's like yeah. they're dipping off a little bit. I but, mean, they had yeah. like their classic with culture mm -hmm. and... They've made hits since then, but they haven't had a hit like, album like exactly. that Exactly. And they've done like some solar ventures as well. Not yeah. as successful. I know Quavo, um, a lot of hate was going towards his previous project. I forget the name of it. Mm -hmm. um, but this one was really good. And if he pushes to that direction, I think uh, he can deliver something nice. Yeah, he's one for one right now for it. Who's your favorite uh, Migo? So, um, Offset. Probably Offset. For me, uh, either Offset or Quavo. In terms of rapping, Offset, but I think Quavo has yeah. a lot of vers versatility. Quavo's voice is just so, like, iconic. Mm -hmm. He just has that. Like, you just know it's Quavo when he's talking. Yeah, um, yeah they're, this was awesome. This was a great track. Yeah, and then uh, one of my favorites, too, Lupe. Yes. Lupe dropped. Um, Lupe is so underrated. I think he's he's up there. He's up there with Kendrick and Cole. I know that yeah. might sound crazy, but his lyricism is off the chain. This single, 100 Chicago's. I don't know why it's not on streaming. It's solely on YouTube. uh -huh. Um, but I love the video and I, his, the flow he's using. It's so laid back. Yeah. It's so nonchalant. And, and the it's beach great. chill. Um, you just watched me, like, you watched my first reaction mm -hmm. live before this listening to it. Um, Lupe killed it. And if this is, this sounds like it could be a great intro to an album. But if this is on an album that's coming soon, I'd be so excited. Oh, yeah. Because you know Lupe's coming with this conceptual shit always. Um, has he released an album since Droga? Droga Not since Droga's Ways. A little loose leaf. Um, he did an EP. An EP uh, and then some singles, but apart from that, nope, that's it. I know him and Royce the Five Nine have had some beef. I know they were had a podcast together. That yeah, I don't even know what's going on with At that. At first, I thought it was a joke, but I guess it was kind of serious. But yeah. I think it was mostly just kind of a kind of a joke, just like MCs having fun competing with each other. Yeah, but Lupe, we're looking forward to that. That's gonna be fire. Yeah, a lot of great rap singles in terms of rap albums. Not really a lot. Um, the yeah. one that stood out to me um, was your old Droog and the uh, God Fahim, uh, great producer as well. Mm -hmm. um, and this was, if you're looking for real lyrical um, rap, um, kind of like old school, 
90s, boom bap, this is the album for you. I really enjoyed this project yeah. when I listened through. I need to check out this one more. Mm-hmm. Um, as, I, as I said, I've been studying, locked up in my room. <laughs> so I, I can't listen to music with words in it because yeah. I will instantly start like analyzing shit. <laughs> <laughs> While you're studying. While I'm studying. Fun. So I got to do the jazz yeah. music. Um, but I need, I'll give this one a listen, definitely. Right, good, yeah, for sure. He, they both killed it. Amazing. And then another one of my boys, I'm a big fan of him, Elijah LaFleur. Releases, I think it's his first album, Sunset Radio. This, um, I was seeing it all over Twitter, and the cover just drew me in. It looks so like peaceful and vibey, and the cover matched the album. And I thought this was a dope project. If you're into R&B music and you were looking for a new artist, this is one I'd go for. Yeah, for sure. This this weekend, I think it was R&B that won, because Elijah yeah. had an amazing project. Um, not only with like the R&B type of sounding, he also was really into infused with pop. So if you like like Khalid, for example, yeah. it's kind of what he reminded me of, but he has his own distinct voice and he's doing his own thing on his own lane. Uh-huh. And I really enjoyed that. Um, some other R&B artists that dropped as well, unless you have anything else to say, no. um, was uh, Nija, Nija Charles. She goes by Nija. Um, Don't Say, I Didn't Warn You. She's a 21-year-old New Jersey singer, producer, songwriter, and she's written for Beyonce, Jay-Z, Cardi B, and Murder Beats. Uh, I got to check out my New Jersey people. Oh, yes. I'm sleeping. Um, and she is incredible and this project was amazing as well another one was Amber Mark her project Three Dimensions 20 year old Grammy nominated uh, Tennessee singer producer songwriter she has Tiny Desk and a color show out right now go check that out For, I just want to mention Colors is the best thing ever oh yeah and if they could I think they sometimes release the songs mm-hmm. from the color sessions but like what a cool concept artists yep. always kill those sessions that and Tiny Desk um, I, I enjoy so much uh, the third was Pink Sweats. He dropped Pink Moon, 21-year-old Philadelphia singer-songwriter as well. Um, amazing. Um, Shout out Philly. Yep, yep. Really creative music videos. Um, you should definitely check out My Worst with Kalani. Um, and then last but not least was Sam Henshaw, Sam with two M's, his project Untidy Soul. He's a 27-year-old English singer-songwriter, toured with Chance the Rapper as well. I know Chance it still is your favorite or... Used to, how's that going out? Oh, he's not my favorite anymore. After what, a big day or whatever? <laughs> yeah, oh, no, he's been my favorite in a while. He just like, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. when I was in like eighth grade and um, fuck acid rap was out, I remember mm-hmm. my brother went to Lehigh. I had like a, Le- he performed at Lehigh. I was mm-hmm. begging my mom to let me visit. Um, I was wearing like a Chance, no one even knew who Chance the Rapper was. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's objectively a weird name. Like now that he's famous, it's, just, it's like, oh, it's Chance the Rapper, but it's kind of a stupid name. <laughs> so I remember like people be like, who's Chance the Rapper? Like, on your shirt. So I love Chance, but uh, he hasn't been. How far back did you know him? Like how early? Um, the first song I heard about him was Juice. Juice is what put me Juice. on. Um, I'm not sure. So I used to be a big Hoodie Allen fan, if you know him. Okay. Um, he's a white rapper from um, like Long Island. Yeah. And I always liked him just because he was like Jewish. And I was like, oh, Jewish guy rapping. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he had a song called Long Night featuring Chance the Rapper. Okay. So I think that could have been in the 10 day okay. days. Damn. But I've loved So a real, real fan right here. Yeah. But um, <laughs> not, not as much anymore. Yeah, I think he'll come through. I heard he has a uh, Al cook, and he's been posting some stuff. Yeah, he's been to Ghana recently. I'm pretty sure he's recording yeah. there. He he's had been... a weird situation with his last album. I know he he's, he had this manager named Pat. Um, I forget what his last name was, but they were best friends for years. And um, Chance had randomly tweeted like the big day is dropping this day when he didn't even start making the album. And Pat suggested to him like don't do that because now you're putting yourself in a box for like you have to get the album done by now. Chance ends up firing him because the album has the reception that it gets, which wasn't that guy's fault. It was Chance's fault. So hopefully he comes out with his next album because he was the rapper of the year, 2016. Yeah. Like he had the world in his palm of his hands. Everyone was so excited for the third album. Disappointing. That's, I, yeah, that story um, kind of disappointed me. Yeah. Because that was the manager, correct? Yeah. 
he did a really amazing job with Chance. Yeah, they made millions off being independent artists yeah. and the three hat and all their marketing and yeah. stuff. It was yeah, really surprising, a little bit disappointing, but hopefully Chance comes through again. Um, I know a lot of people have been hating on him recently, but come on, Chance is obviously one of, um, he, I, I, I'm going to say it, um, in terms of like the young rappers coming up, like he is one of the best, at least he was. Um, yeah. Coloring Book was undeniably amazing. It was undemi- undeniably yeah. the album and of the This year. whole wave of like, I mean, I know people have done it before, but including gospel into mm-hmm. stuff and being more, like in talking about religion more, mm-hmm. like that wave kind of started again when he released Acid Rap and... He get, he's kind of like similar to Jay Electronica where they rap in very like, they talk about like, um, like stories from, from the Bible and stuff and they're very um, talking about like illusions. And mm-hmm. stuff. It's really great. So I yeah. hope he becomes back stronger. Oh, yeah. And then now we have a new segment, Royal Rumble. Yes. And here we're going to have hot takes, you know, juicy conversations about different yes. topics surrounding the music culture. Right now we're going to talk about J. Cole. The question is, has he peaked? Can he top four so drive? I don't know. What do you think? I want to say he has not peaked. I think he seems really focused right now, and he seems to have a very good understanding about where his career is at right now, so he knows that he might end it soon, so he wants to give it his all. Can he top Forest Hills Drive, though? That's the question. That's a hard question. Because it's obviously the fan favorite. I'm not yeah. sure if it's my personal favorite, but like, because I love For Your, For Your Eyes Only, too. Okay. But can he top it? Because the hits on that one are crazy, and there's no singles, but there's hits on it, which is always impressive. Um, I'm going to say yes, he will top it. Um, I know he made Middle Child for the fall off. And he said to himself, I can't wait years to release a song. I'm releasing this track. So I'm assuming there's a bunch of songs on the fall off that are hit <laughs> songs like Middle Child. And I think, I think the fall off is going to be his number one. I agree. Um, first, he's definitely improved. Um, like again, off season, he said that I went back to um, my old mentality, doing practicing practices of different um, exercises yeah. for writing and stuff like that. And you could tell his pen game was hella strong, and he's only getting better with age. Uh, you said "For Your Eyes Only" was your favorite Jayco project. It might be. Okay, "For Soul Drive" is mine, um, and I, obviously there's a lot of nostalgia for that project. Yeah. Again, the hits on that. I mean, no role models. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, I think Jayco has to have a better album than Forest Hill Drive. Um, in terms of even my list as well, because again, Kendrick, he went back to back to, not back to back to back, yeah. but Tupac Butterfly was better than Damn, but he still yeah. went great, great, great. Um, obviously, um, J. Cole had a slip up maybe with some people, some people's opinions with KOD. Uh, not a slip up. I think people have not revisited that album enough. There are some deep tracks in there like Brackets. And okay, Brackets is hella deep. He, it's a great album. Yeah, about taxes, yeah. People are sleeping. <laughs> People are sleeping. Um, but the fall-off, should have actually dropped earlier, but he swapped in, put yeah. the off-season out first. And there could be It's a Boy. We don't know what It's a Boy is, but oh, on yeah. that on that Instagram post mm-hmm. with a piece of paper, it says It's a Boy. It could be a mixtape. It could literally be him having a child. I don't know. I think he shouldn't release it. I think he should. He he proved he proved everything on the off-season, and I think he should just hold off for a little bit. Um, and obviously, I know like Kenny and a lot of big artists are dropping, so just relax. You, you did your thing yeah. and really focus on the fall-off and make sure it is... Perfect. Oh, perfect. Because honestly, I mean, I love Forest Hill Drive, but I'm excited because now he has children and he's not rat like No Role Miles is a great song, mm-hmm. but I don't really need him talking about like fucking girls from Hollywood yeah. and stuff. Like I want to see him at this more mature level of like having kids and shit and like see what he's rapping about. And I think that's going to create for some great content. Also, f- he's now this like legendary figure. So a song like Middle Child can only be made if you are like a legendary figure in music now. Like he just has this like presence about him that he is the middle child in rap. So I, I think he has it. How many classics do you think he has? Disregarding, do you think mixtapes are a classic? Yeah. Okay. Disregarding mixtapes, albums only. Does Two. he have a classic? Two. Two. 
Yeah. There's some people will say Jekyll got none. I know. I th- that album's <laughs> Force Hill Drives first off, it's just way too important to our yep. generation. He is cemented as a top three rapper mm-hmm. with Drake and Kendrick from that album. Yeah. That's what made it and you can't I feel like it can't be really debated. Like yeah. he no features, double platinum, that yep. whole meme started. Um and then the mixtapes just Yeah. He's got some classics on it. Yeah. For me, think? it's just one with Forest Hill Drive. And of course, his mixtape series, one of the best. Yeah. Um, but I need one more. I need one more. To I, me, yeah. Drake has back to back to back with Take Care. If you're reading this, it's too late. And um, nothing was the same. Kendrick, of course, Good Kid, Mad City, Spin Butterfly. Think, I think Drake has one. One? What's that? Take Care? Um, if you're reading this, it's too late. Man, you're crazy, bro. Take Care was... Take Care was the bar, man. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not as much of a fan of Take Care, but my... <laughs> too much singing? A little too much. To say. But no, it's so important. It's probably a class. It's a class. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But hopefully Cole, he delivers with this album. But that's all we got for yep. you for this episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you stayed all the way till the end, make sure to like, subscribe, give us five stars. You know what to do. Anything you got to say, Adam? Nah, I got to go study. <laughs> <laughs> Save me. I got class soon. Yeah. We might have to skip that, but we'll see. I'll see y'all later. Yeah. <laughs>